Back at the beginning of me doing this podcast, I talked about the first arc of the current Amazing Spider-Man run written by Nick Spencer. At the time, I had fairly positive things to say about it, but I did kind of feel like uh, the fifth issue of the opening arc just kind of, no pun intended, petered out that it just kind of was over all of a sudden. And that it just uh, didn't really, it, it didn't have a very satisfying conclusion to what had been a fairly strong arc. Uh, I had also commented that it just felt a little odd that they were doing, that they did a five-issue run or five-issue story because traditionally Marvel is all about the six-issue story arcs. I thought I would touch back on how what I'm thinking of the title now that another five issues have come out. Uh, you had issues nine and ten, or I'm sorry, you had issues six and seven, which were, I guess you'll call it a buddy team-up story with Peter as Peter and Boomerang his his one of his roommates, which I still think is kind of funny. Um, uh, basically, there is a supervillain bar, and Boomerang took Peter there because they were having a Spider-Man trivia night. And he knew that because Peter was Spider-Man's photographer and had used to, you know, employ him at Parker Industries, that he would know a lot of that trivia. Ultimately, that was a fun little arc that did, I admit, feel like in the grand scheme of things, it's ultimately just filler. But it, it, it was fun. And it is okay to do smaller, fun stories. And that's what that was. It also ended with Kingpin uh, before this mysterious guy who was basically he was bowing before him and we know we still don't know who this guy is, but clearly they're setting him up to be something because we actually see this guy at the very end of the next arc. Now the next arc was a team up with the black cat, whom is a character that the few times I have read her, read her, you know, in more solo stories or more by herself. It wasn't a huge fan, uh, but team ups with, with Spider-Man, those usually work for me. Now this was a three part story in issues 8, 9, and 10. So they're still definitely breaking from the six-issue structure. And it was called The Heist, which is a little funny because that's what the first chapter of the Spider-Man for PS4 DLC was called, was The Heist. And it involved uh, teaming up, working sort of against, mostly with Black Cat, not unlike this comic. But the story itself is radically different. I'm not going to go into any spoilers for the PS4 game. Don't worry about that. But I will just say the comic, a lot of superheroes have had something stolen from them. For example, Spider-Man had web shooters stolen from him. Captain America had his shield, Hawkeye his bow, those kinds of things. And it turns out that Black Cat is a member of this thieves guild or guild of thieves, and they are behind, they are behind the thefts. Now they never answer the question, but that I was thinking about is, is this the same guilds, guild of thieves that Gambit is involved in? or at least has been involved in in the past. I don't know, but they didn't tell us. That's okay, though. I thought it was a good, touching story. It was Spider-Man trying to do the right thing. You know, the superheroes are not super fond of him right now, and this just wasn't helping because it looks like he's with the Black Cat. It looks like he's possibly involved. But ultimately, I thought this worked as a really strong three-parter. It, it ended well. Of course, they save the day. They get everybody back. I love the way I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil how, but I would just say I absolutely love the way that they were able to, let's say, set up a way to be tracked by the other heroes. Spider-Man saw something, knew that he could activate it, and that would tip off the other heroes. And I I absolutely I thought that was hysterical. Absolutely fantastic. After that, though, came my favorite scene my favorite couple of pages of the entire three issue arc. And that would be the conversation between Peter and black cat or between Spider-Man and black cat. I should say where 
Black Cat kind of let her guard down and opened up emotionally to him and commented about how how she doesn't feel right towards him. They had talked about how she was really angry and even went all gangster mob boss phase for a while, which happened in the Superior run. But she said even prior to that, she was starting to feel off because she couldn't remember who Spider-Man was. These two have been intimate. They were in love. It was a truly good relationship. It wasn't just like a one-night stand type thing. And she could not remember who he was. She knew that she had been with Spider-Man. She did not remember his face. She did not remember his real name, which, you know, goes back to the brand new day, one more day stuff when Mephisto wiped everybody's brains. And they, they glossed over that fact with Peter just saying, yeah, I've, you know, revealed my identity to too many people. And so I figured out a way to take it back. Well, you can see that it's really hurting her that she had this deep connection with him and doesn't remember who he is. And in what I thought was a really touching moment, he does take off the mask and reveal reveal that. Now, in the past, whenever someone would figure out who Peter was, that would kind of give them like a flood of memories of what happened prior to the Brand New Day arc. I don't know if that happened here, but I'm going to assume it did. While this was going on, there was a subplot of Mary Jane going to this support group that was... It wasn't a support group like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous type thing, but it was a it was for loved ones of superheroes. So in her case, she's the loved one of a superhero because she's dating one Jarvis, who's the butler for the Avengers, was there, and then others. And they have all these kind of mystical and technological safeguards in place so that nobody knows who anybody else is. You walk in the room and everybody's faces are censored. They actually did a censoring thing in the comic itself so that we could not see anyone. Mary Jane was the only one we could see, and I thought that worked really well. All in all, we had one five-issue arc from Spencer, and now we've had a two-issue story and a three-issue story. Now, even this, the high storyline did show this creepy guy that the Kingpin was dealing before again at the very end. So clearly they're building to him. But I, I gotta say, with a very small sample size, Spencer on Spider-Man, I'm liking his smaller arcs more. I think that they, maybe his style just is better for the short form. And that's fine. That's totally valid. But all in all, I'm still enjoying the book. I I look forward to the next issue. Let me know if you're reading it, what you think. Brentac Prime on Twitter.